friends, what's going on? Before the episode starts, I want to let you in on a nutrition challenge that I'm hosting in the month of May. It is four weeks to better eating habits. And if you've ever thought to yourself, man, I need to start eating better, but I don't know how to start. And honestly, starting is the hardest part of the entire journey. So that's why I am here with you one-on-one to help you along the way. I know that no two people are the same and they don't like the same things. So don't worry, you will be getting one-on-one private coaching with me every single week of the challenge. We're going to be talking all about meal planning in a simplified way. I'm going to be giving you meal plan templates, meal ideas, and all kinds of stuff to really make sure that you are able to just kickstart this healthy lifestyle that you've always wanted. The biggest issue that I see with my clients is being consistent with their eating habits. And I've boiled it down to four key habits that you need for better eating habits. And that's what we're going to be covering throughout this challenge. So please sign up in the link below in the show notes. It's again, it's going to be four weeks jam packed with information and all kinds of done for you grocery shopping lists, healthy recipes that you can make in under 20 minutes with no like massive ingredient list. I'm giving you weekly meal planning templates so that you walk into the week knowing exactly what you need to buy and what you need to eat. Also provided are different types of habit trackers for different types of people and different types of learning styles. So I'm really, really excited for what's to come. Again, the link to join is in the show notes below and I hope to see you there. All right, now let's jump into today's episode. Hey and welcome. I'm Christina. I'm a certified personal trainer, nutrition coach, and the creator of the Anti-Diet Lifestyle Program. This podcast is all about helping you move away from self-sabotage, food restriction, and emotional eating, and challenge you to expand your mindset on what it means to live a healthy and happy life through the acts of self-love, healthy habits, and evidence-based fitness and nutrition advice. Welcome to the Anti-Diet Lifestyle, where changing your body starts with changing your mind. So let's start today. Hey friends, and welcome to today's episode. So today we are going to be talking about meal planning. This is a very common um, topic among me and my clients on a regular basis. And I think it's really important that we discuss this because I think that a lot of people consider meal planning and meal prepping the same thing. And they're not. And honestly, I'm not a fan of meal prepping because... I'm not about to spend my entire Sunday, you know, in the kitchen cooking and cleaning and packaging everything in a nice little bow before the week, right? And so I think that we need to separate those two conversations into completely separate buckets. And that's why I want to talk about it today. So one of the big things that we always hear is planning for anything in life is going to make you more successful. It's going to set you on the right path. I mean, we think about people who literally make careers out of financial planning, right? You're planning your money. You know where everything's going. You're comfortable and knowing that you're pacing yourself for retirement. Same with our budgets. Like we, And same thing there. Like If you're spending too much money and you need to start saving some, start budgeting and when you know where everything is going and more organized you're going to be more successful we do the same thing with businesses like you can't go and try to find like a business loan without having a very solid business plan in place because people want to see that information that you thought about it that you've put the effort and time and you can kind of know what's to come and have some sort of expectation for the future that's what we're doing with meal planning Meal planning is something that should be done 
every single week and it should not take forever to do. In fact, what I've been making as a goal for all of my clients is to submit their meal plans to me on Sunday or on Friday before they go grocery shopping, whatever day that usually is. So if you're someone who grocery shops on the weekend, I highly encourage you to set up a specific time every week and do your meal plan right before that, right? So for me, I like to have my clients do it like if they're gonna do it on Friday, it gives me the chance to review it and modify certain things before they go into the grocery store and spend their money. Now the key though is to have a very easy simplified system for meal planning because we don't want to sit there and like look up recipes on Pinterest all day long and have recipes that require like 20 ingredients just in order to make it. That's way too complicated and they need to be very, very simple. When we're creating habits, the key is simplicity, right? The more you have to think about it, the more things you have to buy, not only is it gonna be more expensive, but it's also just gonna be more effort, more time, and more energy than you probably want. So I have a few strategies today that I really wanna shed light on to kind of simplify this process for you. And obviously, if I mean, if you're not a client of mine, you don't have the accountability of you know, submitting your work to me and having me modify it, but you can definitely reach out to me on Instagram for any questions that you may have as you're going through this process. And I've also got a PDF that's completely free. It's called the seven day meal planner. It's linked below. So you'll always have access to that if you are trying to start this process yourself. Okay, so a couple things that we wanna really note. Number one, I need you guys to understand what macros are. Macronutrients are literally just the three buckets. If you wanna think about what your calories are made up of, like what is that term calorie? Calorie is a unit of energy, and that energy is divided up across three different macronutrients. So if you think about that 100 calorie you know, drink or bar or candy, whatever, that 100 calories has to be split up in a certain way. The energy is gonna be coming either from a fat source, a carb source, or a protein source. And those are what we wanna really grocery shop and like look at these buckets. I think most people, when they think about grocery shopping, and even the stores, like the aisles are built this way where you have like the fruits and vegetables, you have the meats and the seafood, you have the dairy section, you have, you know, the uh, packaged goods section, you have the pasta section, you have all these little sections. But if you can t try to like break away from that sort of thinking and really come down to a protein, carb, and fat. Okay, and that will simplify everything already, right? Because there are certain things that you may not know or consider to be a fat source, and you'd be very, very shocked to find out that it actually is more fat than it is anything else. This happens a lot with peanut butters, right? Peanut butter may have a little bit of uh, protein in it, but it's like half of what their fat sources. It's like eight to 16. 16 grams of fat is double, right? And not only that, but fat has more calories per gram, which is something I got into in my um, previous episode about the uh, beginner's guide to macro tracking. So if you want more information on that, go to that le uh, lesson, go to that video or that episode and listen to it further. Once we have an idea of what are our macros, right? and like what 
is considered like what bucket they all belong in. I want you to simply like take out a sheet of paper and just go Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And I want you to ask yourself, okay, what are three, maybe max four protein sources, carb sources, and fat sources that I'm going to want to eat this week? One of them should probably include like a breakfast option, you know, a couple of them that can be used for lunch and dinner, maybe one that's a snack source, right? So I would be thinking things like, you know, eggs and turkey bacon as my protein for breakfast. I'd be thinking of yogurt as a snack, right? I'd be thinking of my chicken and some fish as my other sources. So you've got four sources right there that are all protein sources. And then you do the same thing with carbs and fat. And you just kind of plug and play. The beauty of being simple about it is that you can use, like, let's say you're kind of craving some sweet potatoes. I know a lot of people on my Instagram, I posted something about sweet sweet potatoes. They're not a fan of it. I actually really love sweet potatoes. I think that there's not only a lot of great nutrients in it, but it just, it's one of those foods that satisfies me more than most things. And I really love eating them. So I'm gonna probably chew sweet potatoes this week, right? So if that's one of my carb sources, if I buy a you know a bag full of sweet potatoes or even just like four or five of them, I can pop them in the oven, you know, wrap them in foil, make some baked sweet potatoes. And those four potatoes can be four different meals for the entire week. So one way that I like to mention for people when they're struggling, like especially because I had a client, for example, that she was trying to put it all together and like she had some great recipes in mind and um, the only thing was that she even said she's like you know this seems like it's going to be a lot of work right and I was looking it over and she had so many options all across the week and like she had like sweet potato on Friday night but that was only one meal for the entire week right so when you think about having to make this it's like you're in the kitchen every single day So instead of thinking about, you know, all the different options that you can make, I'd rather you guys just like buy a box of rice and be like, how many servings of rice is in this box? Okay, I can eat maybe three meals out of this box if I'm by myself, right? And you take that and you account that for three different meals. So as you're planning your your week on this sheet of paper, you can literally just go down the line and be like, okay, I'm going to have rice on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Boom, my box is done, right? If I'm going to have, you know, sweet potatoes, like I said, or regular potatoes, go and grab a bag and you know that there's at least four potatoes in that bag and make four different meals out of that. It's really, really simple that way. Maybe going to Costco or Sam's and buying, you know, chicken in bulk or fish in bulk and like having, you know, some of the chicken breasts be like, you know, lemon pepper. Some of it may be Italian seasoning. Some of it could be just like a barbecue style, right? And then right there alone in that one packet of chicken, you probably have like four or five pieces of chicken in there. Each one of those represent a very different flavor profile. And that's really important because the biggest thing that I hear from people when they're trying to get healthy is this idea that they're like, everything is boring. They don't want to eat the same thing all the time. They're tired of having chicken and they literally don't know what else to eat. And I always say, try to experiment. Maybe like if the different flavors aren't cutting it for you, maybe switching up how you're preparing them. Some of it could be, um, you know, uh, grilled outside and make like a fajita, 
right? Other ones could be breaded a little bit with like some light breading. Um, you can air fry them. You know, there's so many options on what you can do with it, but it doesn't have to be a huge recipe and it doesn't have to include a hundred ingredients. I'm very much that person that will go and like just throw a bunch of seasonings on something and call it a day, you know? And I've learned that the more I try to follow these recipes and then I get bummed because it doesn't come out the same way or I end up not being able to even track my food because I don't know what's in it, right? Like I added all kinds of stuff. So I would just keep it super, super simple. And if you think about it, once you're done with your week, right? And you have all your meals lined up, I want you to go ahead and count how many times you used each item. If you put chicken on there and it only was like two days worth, but you, you know you're going to have leftovers, right? So why not do the whole thing? Like I'll tell you right now, 16 ounces of turkey or beef or anything that you buy from the store, like the ground version, that will last you about four meals. So that means you should have at least three to four, maybe five options across your week that include and incorporate that ground turkey. And so the big thing I saw with her is that she had like turkey meatballs for like a couple meals planned out. Then she had, um, you know, she had other, some other turkey, oh, turkey burgers in there. Then she had steak for one meal. And even if we talk about the carbs, there was couscous, pasta, rice, sweet potato. And then on top of that, she had tortillas, English muffins, and like a hundred other types of stuff, right? So how can we simplify it? If I buy a thing of English muffins, which has six English muffins in that, can I maybe add some of them as a breakfast, maybe make a little sandwich with one of them and try to incorporate them through the week? Plus you're going to save money and you know it's not going to go bad because I mean, I don't know how many times you've purchased things that just always go bad. It's ridiculous. Like I spend so much money, right? So <laughs> that's really important to try to like minimize your spending. And it also helps you minimize your calories. It keeps you just more disciplined and you have a plan. Because one of the big things that my clients say too is that they feel a lot of anxiety when it comes to food. They don't know how to eat or like when to eat and then they don't eat all day and then when they're finally hungry, they can't think about what they're gonna eat. They're just gonna go grab something that's really high calorie like a restaurant. And not only is that high calorie, but it's also expensive, right? So I'm trying to teach you guys or help you save some money because you can easily with, if you think about it, something like DoorDash or Uber or things like that, you can easily spend up to like three, $400 a month and half of that is delivery fees. <laughs> and not to mention um, that they're just not the best options that are gonna fuel our bodies. We usually will feel more bloated and more sluggish. There's a lot of sodium in this stuff and all this stuff that obviously we know that we need to make a better habit, but it's really hard to make that shift. So the easiest way to make a shift is to have a plan. Like on a Sunday while you're watching TV, it doesn't have to be some elaborate thing, just like, Crank, like pull out a sheet of paper, make a few columns, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and start filling in the blank. You know, what do you normally like to eat? And now I'm going to ask you some questions that I really want you to think about when this time comes. Like when you're sitting down, you have a piece of paper in front of you. How do you think about planning your food? Number one, I want you to ask yourself, what foods do I love to eat? 
Now I have that macro cheat sheet so you can literally go through that and like maybe it sparks some ideas. If you know that you love having, you know, um, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich or something like that, right? And you want to incorporate more of that. Like I really love having protein waffles every now and then and I'll like use that as like a pre-workout because you know, it has a little bit of sugar in it too. And I'll have that and I really enjoy eating that. So why not? So number one, ask yourself, what foods do I know that I like to eat? If there's a very specific type of chicken or a very specific fish, like not all fish is created equal, right? Like I'm not a fan of cod. I love salmon. And, um, you know, I'd probably add a couple of salmon in there, right? But, um, Find what works for you and ask yourself, what foods do I really like to eat? And incorporate that into your week. Number two, ask yourself for every single meal, do you have a high volume, low calorie option? And what that means technically or usually is a veggie or a fruit um, that's going to be very low calorie, but it has a lot of fiber. It's high volume. You can eat a lot of it. And that's usually what we don't eat enough of right? I mean, we don't have any problem adding cheese to our food, but we have a problem adding more broccoli. So I want to encourage you in every single meal, no matter if it's a snack, a meal where you're sitting down, whatever it is, please incorporate a high volume food. And for breakfast, that's super easy. Some berries are a great go-to. Just whatever berries you can find, strawberry, blackberry, blueberries, those are the best, right? For other meals, maybe choosing two different veggies that you're going to swap out, right? Maybe, you know, a couple days you're going to have broccoli. The other days you're going to have Brussels sprouts. Maybe another few days you're going to have green beans. And just making sure that every single plate has something that's green, I guess that's a good indicator, is if it can be green. Um, and that'll be a really good option for you. Number three kind of ties into number two, but like what can you buy that's already pre-cut, pre-cleaned, pre-made, right? Like frozen, because those are going to be your best friend that you keep in the freezer when times are tough, when you don't feel like cooking and you have nothing in mind about what you're going to eat. I want you to start buying things that are easy to steam, right? Like any vegetable can just be popped in the microwave at this point. I mean, we're in 2022. Grab any kind of vegetable that you can that says steamable on it, and you're just going to pop that bag into the microwave and cook it. No other things need to be done. You don't need to go through and clean every single piece. Now, yes, you're sacrificing a little bit of a price for the convenience. But when I've looked at those prices, I don't know if it really makes that big of a difference unless you are completely nickel and diming everything that you're doing throughout the month. But the $2 that you're saving on those green beans are probably going to go to you doing something else. So um, I would rather, for me, have that convenience factor of having those green beans. So that should be your number one like thought when you are grocery shopping. And that's what's going to really simplify everything for you. So how can I find things that are pre-cut, pre-washed, frozen, ready to go? I just pop them in, heat it up, and you're good to go. Number four is I want you guys to think about foods that you love to eat like on Friday nights, Saturday nights, things like that, where it's like pizza or your family wants to do burger nights and y'all want to grab some burgers or things like that, that um, 
you can already have something in your freezer ready to go. Like for example, family's going out, they all want dominoes and you're like, well, I mean, I could have dominoes too, but I'm going to, I'm going to have to do like a thin crust probably just because you're trying to be a little lighter. Um, I have some go-to no brainer pizzas that I keep in my fridge that are just, they satisfy the craving and they're only like 400 calories. So finding what works for you in that regard is going to be really helpful. And I don't eat them all the time, but they are in there. They're just there for those moments when, you know, I really don't want to cook and I don't feel like having chicken, right? So I have one of those, like, um, I sometimes switch between, like, the Quest pizzas. Um, It's, like, literally Quest from, like, the Quest bars and stuff. They have a Quest pizza. They also, I do, like, a Red Baron, um... It's like French bread pizza. If you ever ate that in school, it's the same thing. Like basically it's a, like a little half French bread piece, you know, slice of bread. And um, it's, it's pretty satisfying, you know, for what it is. So I have little things like that that I'll do to curb those cravings when that time hits. Um, and the other thing I want you to think about, especially if you have kids, I want you to make healthy eating fun and versatile and when you have a few different people in the household you gotta almost like most of the time we sacrifice our flavors and what we like to eat for them so having days that are themed days like think about like a taco night a burger night a pizza night and everybody can do kind of their own thing like think very chipotle style if you all have like a saturday burger like it's a grill night and y'all are popping burgers on the on the grill outside maybe if you think about it like every single person at that table is probably gonna have a different topping some people may want the cheese and the bacon you can go and have like avocado on your burger right or do other things to it also, those are things that you can customize, like take out the, the bun and eat the French fries instead of the bun, right? Having baked French fries instead of fried French fries, huge difference in calories, 100%, and you do not feel like you're sacrificing anything. So I want you to start thinking about those kind of things. Like taco nights are really easy because of that. Think very Chipotle style. Everybody can put whatever they want on it and you can load up on the veggies and you're going to be feeling really healthy, but also not like you're doing some weird diet. So that's really important. So yeah, I think it's very um, important that we normalize meal planning because meal planning is what's going to lead us to success. I mean, in anything in, in life, if you need something or want something, you have to make a plan for it in order to have it happen. I hope that this really helps you. Um, I gave you a lot of really great strategies that these are things that I tell my clients all the time. Um, I do want to mention that I'm doing a nutrition challenge in May. So I really want you to join because this is literally the stuff that we're talking about. We're going to be making plans. I'm going to have templates, recipe guides, and I'm going to be giving you sample meal plans for every single week. So you don't have to do it yourself or you can see my process on how I do it and then you apply it to your future planning. It's only four weeks long. It's called Four Weeks to Better Eating Habits, which I think all of us are really craving at the moment. So if you are excited for this, the link is below. Please sign up. I'm also offering four weeks of truly customized workout programming based on your level of experience, your modifications if needed, your equipment, and what your specific goals are for your 
your body and your life. So I really, really encourage you to check the link out below. And we are going to be kicking things off on May 2nd. I'm, I think that's Monday. It should be Monday. And we are really excited to have you there. So I really want to, you know, get to meet you. Also, I guess I didn't mention, but in the nutrition challenge, I will be specifically having private coaching calls with you, which is actually really not like very common. You guys, like most challenges out there will have some sort of like group challenge, right? Where there's like a bunch of people on Zoom together. No, this is one-on-one. I am literally giving you my best stuff during that 30 minutes. You can literally ask me anything about your specific situation and I will help you as much as I can. You will be my true client for those four weeks and I'm here to encourage you and hold you accountable and hopefully stir a little bit of motivation within you to keep going. All we need is a little Kickstarter. And then once we take action, that action is going to drive every decision moving forward. And usually what I've noticed is with a little bit of a push, you're going to be more motivated to keep going. And that is my hope for you. So again, the link for that is in the show notes. Please go ahead and click on it. Feel free to reach out with any specific questions that you have about the challenge or literally anything else over on Instagram at Body by Christina. I'm so happy to hear from you. Seriously, just let me know if there's anything on your mind. Okay, guys, I will see you guys in the next episode. Thank you so much.